0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At the beginning of the story of The Hobbit, the reader is introduced to Tolkien's beloved character, Bilbo Baggins, and he's kind of an odd character. On the one hand, he prefers the simple things in life, maybe like many of us do. Good food and good drink, maybe a good pipe smoke and the comfort of his hobbit hole at home. But on the other hand, he also longs for adventure. And in a way, we're kind of similar. We like to be certain about things, don't we? What the weather's going to be like. When your Amazon package is going to arrive and be delivered to your door. Exactly. That little piece of chocolate we know is hiding behind the door on the advent calendar, or at least some of them. But yet, we also like a little bit of uncertainty in life, too, at least the good kind. The unexpected phone call from a friend. The new restaurant that looks a little uh, sketchy from the outside, but inside it's got the best fish and chips around. Or perhaps those hidden treasures that are wrapped under the Christmas tree eventually. But whether you think of yourself as the planner type or the more spontaneous type, the truth is, like Bilbo Baggins, we're all a little bit of a mix of everything, of certainty and uncertainty. And that is a good way to think about the season of Advent. This beautiful, sometimes strange, yet joyful season. It is a season of comfort and joy in Christ who comes among us. That's what that little word Advent means, that Christ comes. So Advent is a little bit like the church's back to the future season. We look backwards in the rear view to Jesus' first coming, his coming in humility among us, in the Virgin's womb in the manger, a home in Nazareth, a suffering servant on the cross for us. But we also look forward to the future as well, the shout from heaven and the archangel's trumpet, the clouds and the judgment, the resurrection, the life everlasting, the power and the glory. And so as we look both backwards and as we look both forwards, Jesus comes to us now, here, today, in the present. His great glory and power comes to us hidden under simple things, ordinary, humble words, water and baptism, bread and wine that we receive at a table in the Lord's Supper. So this first Sunday in Advent, we're reminded that this is a bit of a blessed paradox, this certainty and uncertainty, but it's at the heart of the season of Advent. Listen to how Isaiah and St. Paul and Jesus tell us in the readings of what is going on in the Word today. It shall come to pass in those latter days, says Isaiah. Paul describes it as the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Behold, Jesus says, be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not know. Jesus will return, he promises, the day of the Lord, the consummation of the age that we live in, will come. Jesus uses the word parousia to describe all of this that's happening. His coming, his return in glory, the resurrection of the dead, the life everlasting, all that we confess in the creed. Jesus is coming again, he promises. The day will happen, it will be here, it is certain. And yet, Jesus also reminds us, That there's a certain uncertainty about all of this, isn't there? About his coming again. Because of that day or that hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. Jesus repeats this theme throughout the end times teaching in Matthew and other parts of the Gospels that his coming will be sudden. It will be unknowable, unexpected, uncertain, at least from our perspective and from the timing of things. So he instructs his disciples. He takes the time to teach us about his coming. That as we wait, we do that. We wait, we watch, we are to be ready. And so Advent is also part patience and waiting, and waiting, and waiting, as well as watching. St. Paul has us, imagine those early hours of the morning, maybe just before the alarm goes off, the night is far gone, the day is hand, there's a little hint of daylight on the horizon, but it's still dark out, though you know dawn is coming. And all you want to do is roll over and maybe go back to sleep, but it's time to wake up. Time to get ready, time to go. The King is coming to you. Salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. Our Lord's coming is sooner now than it was last Advent. And it will be tomorrow. His coming will be, Jesus says, just like it was in the days of Noah. That in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, carrying on in normal life, marrying, giving in marriage, until that day when Noah entered the ark. And they did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man. Now wait a minute, you might be thinking, what is Noah doing in here? Where's Gabriel? Where's Zechariah? Where's John the Baptist? thought this was the Advent season, hmm? What's Noah and the ark doing in this story? What does the flood have to do with Advent? Well Jesus is making a point of comparison, and it's this: that Jesus coming, his return in glory, will be sudden and without warning, just as the flood was sudden and without warning for those on Earth. Yes, they may have saw the ark being built, but they mocked Noah and didn't really expect anything to come of it. Life was business as usual. So too, the timing of Jesus' return is unexpected, unknowable, uncertain. So you can safely and confidently ignore anyone. Or anything who claims to have some secret code or some formula that they've worked out to know the date of Jesus' return. They don't know it, they can't know it, and so it's rubbish. Therefore, Jesus says, You must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not know and you do not expect. Watch, wait, be ready, prepared. But how, we ask. How are we to be prepared? Because if it's up to us to prepare and wait and watch, let's be honest, we're pretty failures at procrastinators, aren't we? We grow complacent. We're prone to nodding off like the disciples in Gethsemane. We live life full of so many worries and doubts and sin and death that plagues us. Everything in life seems far too uncertain. To be certain about that, or to think about that, Thankfully, though, it's not up to us, is it? We wait, we watch, we prepare, but it's all done by God's grace, just like it was in the days of Noah. Jesus is the one who prepares us. He makes us ready. His word is what keeps our eyes open and ears watchful for his coming. His absolution prepares us by being forgiven. His Holy Supper feeds us and sustains us as we go on our earthly pilgrimage and await His coming again. We stay awake, then, by receiving His gifts as He comes to us in His Word and His Supper. We walk properly, as Paul says, in the day, putting on these gifts of our Lord Jesus Christ, making no provision for our flesh. And so amid all this, there are uncertainties of Jesus' coming, Jesus' promise, thankfully, is quite certain. His death and resurrection for you is certain. His body and blood shed for you is certain. That gift of faith that he gives you by water and word and the Holy Spirit is certain. And so in Christ that means you already are prepared, and you are constantly being prepared for his coming. You are his baptized people. You are clothed and robed with Christ. You are children of the light and of the day. Our sin, with all of its uncertainties and all of its unholiness, has been drowned in the flood of Jesus' word and his water at the font for you. In Christ, we're like Noah. We're tucked safely inside the ark of his church while the wicked world around us is swept away and drowned. In Christ, you are brought through all the uncertainties of this world, the hurts and the pain the sin and suffering and death to a new heaven, to a new earth, a new creation that Christ has prepared for you and indeed already in you, in his word and promise. Because once he came and soon he comes again. Once he came by the Virgin Mother, soon he comes again with angels and trumpets. Once he came by the crib and the cross soon he comes again in the glory of heaven once he came riding on top of a borrowed donkey soon he'll come with clouds descending once he came as beggar king soon he comes as king of kings once he came to die soon he comes to raise the dead once he came in weakness soon he comes in power once he came to be judged Soon he comes again to judge. Once he came to save us, and soon he comes again to bring us salvation. That's the spirit and the joy of this Advent season, that Advent sets our eyes forward onto the horizon, onto the rising sun of our Lord, the coming King, the mountain of the Lord that Isaiah proclaimed. And so as we go through this joyous season of Advent together with the prophets and John the Baptist, all pointing us to Jesus, may this be a blessed season of Advent for each of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.